0: Hello, everyone. Today is Friday, November 24th, the day after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving out there. Yeah. Now, listen to Employeeism Magazine with your host, myself, Craig Palmer. Tonight's show, we're going to talk a little bit about different industries and sectors, how to avoid layoffs, how to expect Uh, how to prepare for the unexpected because people do lose jobs people do get laid off and we want to be prepared for the unexpected so how do we make that happen All right. So, how do we avoid layoffs? Right? That's a big question. Nowadays, um, anyone can be laid off a fight at any given time. So, we have to kind of prepare for the unexpected. So, you'll find that, um, and when I do my daily workshops, I do daily workshops. Um, every day Monday through Friday and some of the things that I talk about in my daily workshops is how to avoid layoffs well the first thing that we have to do to avoid layoffs is to continue to enhance our knowledge so we should have map out a plan to um, in you know inform ourselves on a daily basis so that means and that also includes um, increasing your skill level so that means if you type 35 words a minute you want to get your typing speed up to about 55 words a minute that means if you know the very basics when it comes to um, computers you want to take an advanced class or you want to buy yourself a a, a computer book for dummies you want to improve your knowledge um, you want to learn different softwares right now if you knew just one software really really well and let's just say you knew Dreamweaver or you knew or you knew Photoshop or you knew InDesign or you knew one of these type of um, softwares that employers are asking for that right there would get you employed, and that would help you avoid layoffs because we know that there's a plethora of companies out there looking for people with that advanced skill, right? So we have to start thinking about you know what do we have to learn? to ensure that we don't subject ourselves to layoffs because we know that if we work in let's say retail and no disrespect to retail but retail has a lot of peaks and they have a lot of values as we know today is one of the peak moments in retail the day after thanksgiving so this kind of kicks off the selling season so everybody's out there shopping between now and christmas if anyone has, you know, um, additional income or they have to buy gifts for family, friends, their kids, they're going to do it now, whether they do it online or whether they do it and they go into the stores. So this is when they're going to spend their money. So then after the first of the year, you figure mid-January up until, let's say, April, mid-April, a lot of people aren't buying because they've spent, they exhausted their funds, their holiday funds, and now they're kind of relaxing um, until usually they get their tax return, and then they start buying again around April. So we know, like I said, retail has peaks and valleys. So right now is a peak. So now they're hiring. But if you get a job in retail, you know it's not going to last more than maybe three or four months because of the holiday rush. And so how do we avoid losing our jobs? You should know that people – When they take – when employers hire folks for uh, um, temporary work, most cases they always kind of prepare to keep one or two people after the holiday season. A lot of folks, when they go into the holiday season, they think that because it was temporary that automatically come January 15th they're going to be let go. That's not necessarily the case. I know when I was a store manager with AT&T, I knew I was going to be keeping a couple of people after the holidays, so I'm looking very closely to see who exactly um, is really outshining everyone else, who is a go-getter, who's a star, who should I keep, and I know a lot of my friends who work in retail, I have friends that work at Family Dollar and Staples, um, Dwayne Reed, other worlds, and I know they're always saying, you know, after the holiday season, they're looking to keep one or two people. So, excuse me, if you're aware of that, you want to make certain that you're, you know, working your overtime during the holiday season, you want to make certain you're coming in early, you want to make certain you're staying late, you want to make certain that you're offering your help, Um, you want to make certain that you're helping your coworkers. You want to make certain that you're letting your supervisor know that you're available to assist in any manner, whether it's the register, whether it's the sales floor, whether it's inventory, whatever aspect they need you to work in, you want to be certain that your manager knows that you're readily available. And therefore, after the holiday season, you should, quite frankly, be kept on board, right? Um, I know a lot of times, and they don't kind of widely publicize the fact that they're going to keep a couple of extra folks because they want to see who's going to, because a lot of people, I recall working at Macy's many moons ago, um, and this is, we're talking about at this point, almost 20 years ago, I worked at Macy's, and um, people that I worked with, um, half of them um, took long breaks. They took multiple breaks when they weren't supposed to. Why? Because they had no intention of staying after the holiday season, and they had no intentions of killing themselves. So the least amount of work they could do, they were going to do. So a lot of people take that attitude when it comes to retail. And make no mistake about it, employees are paying attention. They are looking. They know who's interested in giving their full effort, and they know who, who's interested in just slacking and just doing the minimum. So be aware that Big Brother is always watching, right? He may not mention it, but he is watching it, and he is taking notes. I recall uh, when I was a store manager, oftentimes when I caught people coming in late, very rarely did I say anything Uh, because most of the time you're you're jotting down notes, and you're just kind of paying attention so that way in the event you need evidence to have to let the person go, you have it. So you're documenting when the person comes in late. Um, You're documenting when they're coming back from break. You're doing things like that because you need your ammunition in the event that you need to get rid of them or if you need to crack the whip a little bit to get them to work a little harder. So just be certain that you're you're doing what you have to do because employers are watching. Right. So now we started to talk about um, how we're going to – make certain that we avoid layoffs. Another way to avoid layoffs is to network while you're on the job. Because a lot of times people, when they go to a job, they really don't network with with a lot of folks because they feel like, I'm only going to be working at temporarily. Why bother? Well, when you take a job, you always want to go into it thinking about networking with individuals while you're working there. Because... Every single person, and they did a study many years ago when they they found out that every person on the planet Earth knows at least 250 people, right? And that goes to um, your next-door neighbor, kids you went to school with, um, the pastor at your church, his wife, um, former teachers, crossing guards. I mean, in whole, you know at least 250 people. And because of that reason, you'd be surprised uh, who knows whom. So because of that reason, you always want to network effectively when you get to a job. Because, sure, let's say that job does lay off, but that person may know of another opportunity. And because you worked hard, because you came in early, because you asked for additional overtime and took initiative, they're willing to give you a recommendation and send you somewhere else that's another reason why we always want to make certain that we put our best foot forward because you never know who's watching it is definitely true impressions go a long way and you won't always know when someone is watching people are watching they see how you conduct your business if you're professional right how you speak to folks how do you, how how dedicated are you to your job? Are you writing your reports sloppy? Are things misspelled? Like things like that people are watching. They also recognize people's personalities. How helpful are you? Um, do you come in to work with a bad attitude? Do you say good morning? Do you say good night when you're leaving for the evening? Do you offer to get someone something from the store when you head out to the store? They look at things like these these things, and they may seem minor, right? They seem very minute on the surface, but these things go a long way to people liking you. It also goes a long way to dictating whether the person is going to help you down the road, Will they help you find another job? Will they give a recommendation for you? Will they put in a good word with the boss to keep you? Like These things do happen, right? So we want to be certain of that we're doing those things, right? Another way to avoid layoffs, and like I mentioned, we want to increase our knowledge. So we also want to, if we haven't already uh, pursued additional education, this is something that we want to do. If you only have a high school diploma, you want to get your associates. If you only have your associates, you want to get your bachelor's. If you only have your bachelor's, you want to get your master's. If you drive a truck, maybe you want to take a class in auto mechanic. If you're a CDL driver, maybe you want to get a license to drive a limousine now. i know a lot of the times nowadays with the way things are people will do uber and they'll have Lyft and different things like that but remember there are still traditional companies out there like um like your uh, limousine companies your taxi companies people have been doing these for years thousands of years so that tells you something people wouldn't become a taxi driver if it didn't involve money, somebody must be getting paid doing it, right? So you want to consider some of these things. There are alternative options when it comes to making money, right? Now, how do we, like, how do we prepare for the unexpected? Well, because we know the unexpected can happen, and like I said, we want to network. Network is very critical, right? But we also want to start moving towards getting jobs that we genuinely like, right? Because if you do a job that you really like, you really have to worry about getting laid off because you really love it and you do it with a certain vigor that people can kind of recognize. So you want to start networking with folks. If I'm a barber, I want to know as many barbers as humanly possible. If I'm an employment strategist or a career coach, which I am, I want to know as many career coaches and employment strategists out there as humanly possible. If I work as a respiratory therapist, I want to know as many respiratory therapists out there. If I'm a teacher, I want to know as many teachers out there as humanly possible. Why? Because teachers know about jobs. Respiratory therapists know about other respiratory therapists' jobs. Um, Career coaches, they know about um, nonprofit organizations that are hiring So you want to kind of network effectively with folks, um, because if you do that effectively, then you'll always know about opportunities as they arise. Right. Now, tonight we're going to talk about some of the other sectors that are out there, because we have to be able to understand that right now there are certain sectors that are really growing, and we want to start moving towards those sectors um, in in an effective manner. Right. Some of those sectors are Obviously, the health field sector, right? You have a lot of folks that are moving towards x-ray technician, right? You have folks that are going into phlebotomists. You have folks that are are dental assistants. Medical billing is a very big deal right now. Medical um, insurance, um, people doing insurance claims and things of that nature. So we want to go into the health field sector, Right, so right now what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back from our break, we're going to continue to talk about some of the other sectors that are out there, right, and delve a little bit more in some of the things um, that we should do to ensure to keep our positions, right. So I'm going to play um, play a couple of commercials for you, and then I'll be right back.
1: everyone. I am Shivana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, Radio and Magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501(c)(3) organization on a mission to educate, engage and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org, or you can reach us at 631-521-7699. For more information, and as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support.
2: Check out Employism.com, the new hot online magazine on employment and business. It's growing fast. You still have time to place an ad in the magazine and in their new video game on Google Play Store. Employeeism Adventures, September 1st. Free download at Employeeism.com. And the world's biggest online magazine store, Issue.com. 20 million daily visitors. Don't miss out, guys. Employeeism Magazine, the latest trends in employment and business.
0: We're back. Um, And also with Employeeism Magazine starting January 1st, Every episode, you'll be able to catch on Employism Magazine on employism.com. So the topics that we talk about here on the show, you'll also be able to catch them on the magazine, the online magazine. The online magazine has tips. It has a lot of the different things we talk about. We're going to be covering topics like credit. We're going to be talking about topics like real estate. Everything that in- involves employment, we'll be talking about some of those different topics. And those topics will be available uh, on and Magazine. And you can also get an ad on the radio show or on a Magazine. Now, if you want to call in, feel free to call in. We're taking calls at 347-850-1386. Once again, that's 347-850-1386. So we're going to continue to talk a little bit about some of the different sectors that are out there. We started to talk a little bit about um, the health field, right? There was a time in New York a few years ago where they had a lot of medical assistant um, training classes that were going on, and the market had got saturated with a lot of medical assistant um, graduates, Right. It also got saturated with a lot of home health aides right? because the city was paying for free classes for medical assistants and home health aides. So now that saturation has kind of diminished a little bit. Now you can get a job um, as a medical assistant. Now you can get a job as a home health aide. There's a ton of folks um, that you have your baby bombers that are getting sick now right and so now they need someone to take care of them because they're suffering from um you know different health issues and things of that nature so you want to definitely pursue a health career another great position to apply for is a, a LPN a lot of LPNs move on to RNs right and then sometimes they go on to be a, a nurse practitioner so, I mean, there are a lot of opportunities in the health field right now. The beauty about the health, the health field is that a lot of their schedules are um, 12-hour schedules. So a lot of the health professionals, particularly nurses, work three days a week, which is ideal in some cases. Because think about it. If you're working from, let's just say, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., three days a week, that gives you four days a week to really kind of be home. If you have young children, all you really got to do is uh, account for them for three days. You might pay a babysitter, but at least you're off four days out of the week that you don't have to pay for child care because you're there. So, I mean, it's a great field to get into. Another great field to get into is teaching. I mean, I know a lot of teachers who um, have summers off, I recently was told that some teachers nowadays actually have to come into the building in the summertime, which I find kind of amazing, especially if there are no students there. But I guess some schools have summer programs in terms of um, they have, like, camps and they have lunch programs and they have things like that. So I guess there would be a need possibly for a teacher so, but teaching is always a great field to get into because, one, you can generally take your teaching certificate anywhere in the U.S. You could take it to California, Alabama, Nebraska, no matter where you go. Generally, you can teach if you have your license in order. Another great field to get into is obviously technology, right? Like, if you get into technology right now, if you get into, Um, Like I mentioned earlier, softwares, um, IT is making a comeback. uh, Because what company nowadays doesn't use a computer in some capacity? Uh, What company nowadays is not trying to avoid cyber terrorism or cyber thefts, so now they generally have IT people on staff that kind of prepare and put in their, um, their different McAfee's and the malware and all that kind of stuff. So nowadays, technology is starting to grow again. There was a time that technology companies were starting to downsize when it comes to technology, but now they realize it's worth the investment. So nowadays, if you know IT, generally, uh, you can work from home. In most cases, a lot of cases, people work from home. All they need is your IP address, um, and they can do it remotely. Uh, Look at the people that work in Silicon Valley. I mean, a lot of those folks that live in Silicon Valley, please, most of them are probably doing work from the beach, from their laptops, from their smart tablets, from their smartphones, things of that nature. So IT is a great field to get into nowadays. Um, Another great field to get into, believe it or not, is trucking um, goods, you know, transportation of goods from state to state. um, Because think about it, nowadays, To fly goods from one place to another could be kind of costly. So companies nowadays are using trucks to send goods. I mean, and then you look at some of the companies that are out there that have to get goods, you know, pretty frequently on a daily basis, like the McDonald's of the world, all your your fast food franchises, all of your restaurants, all of these folks get deliveries pretty much every couple of days and different things especially companies that, you know, have, like, a lot of fresh items that need to be replenished very routinely. Unlike, you know, some places like a McDonald's, I mean, they probably got frozen hamburgers enough for the month, right, where another place that doesn't have frozen food, they probably would have to get it almost on a daily basis. So, I mean, trucking right now, I mean, and you might, it might cost you about $1,200 to get your um, uh, TCL license, I mean, not TCL, but the, um, the, the, the license to drive trucks. I, would call it, I forget what they call it right now. Uh, T, well, it's not a TLC. Um, the license to drive trucks, anyway, that license generally costs about $1,200 um, for the training. And if you're not able to get the training for free, and there are a couple of places in New York that offer the training for free, right? But let's just say you can't get the training for free. $1,200 is a, a minor investment to be able to get a job that's made, paying you somewhere between 15 and 20 bucks an hour that has a, a ton of overtime, right? So you want to take advantage of that. Uh, another great field to get into nowadays a lot of um, like tutoring, um, coaching. Like, I've seen a lot of coaching. Uh, positions open up recently because kids want to know how to do certain things. If you have a skill in teaching, like an instrument, right, or a game or something like that, um, like I said, technology in, in television, right, if you know how to edit and, and how to splice things together, that can also be a, a great opportunity for you as well. So there are a ton of opportunities out there that people have to continue to explore, right? Um, And also there are things that you might do that may be independent um, because not everyone is designed to work for someone. So let's look at it for a moment. You might decide to open up your own business, right? Many people have done it before. You might be a great cook. Maybe you can't find a job as a cook. Maybe you get a grant or a loan, and you open up your own restaurant it's not unheard of people have done that all the time and if you, maybe you don't have enough for a restaurant or maybe you get yourself um a truck and you serve food out of your truck um there are people that started their restaurants out of their you know out of their kitchens in their homes by just selling meals on the weekends so i mean it's not unheard of to start uh have a grassroots startup um you know in the restaurant business <clears throat> Once you build up your following, a lot of people have gotten started out that way, right? Um, another great way to um, a personal trainer. Right now, people are very health conscious. They are very into you know looking fit, and and so because of that reason, um, people listen. You should really think about being a personal trainer. You can get a personal trainer certificate online for about 500 bucks and that certificate also gives you a certificate for nutrition so you could be a personal trainer and nutritionist for about 500 bucks if you work out you're in good shape and you start you know picking up clients and training them at various gyms that's another great opportunity as well so these are things that we have to start thinking about all right because we want to make certain that we're always available um, Prepared for opportunities as they arise. Right now, what are some of the other things um, that we?
1: Hi everyone, I am Shivana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine, CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support.
2: Check out Employism.com, the new hot online magazine on employment and business. It's growing fast. You still have time to place an ad in the magazine and in their new video game on Google Play Store. Employism Adventures, September 1st. Free download at Employism.com. And the world's biggest online magazine store, Issue.com. 20 million daily visitors. Don't miss out, guys. Employism Magazine, the latest trends in employment and business. Check out Employism.com, the new hot online magazine on employment and business. It's growing fast. You still have time to place an ad in the magazine and in their new video game on Google Play Store. Employism Adventures, September 1st. Free download at Employism.com. And the world's biggest online magazine store, Issue.com. 20 million daily visitors. Don't miss out, guys. Employism Magazine, the latest trends in employment and business.